on the Spencer's the Pez, goking out at the cons, Renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor. I'm Listen just a up, fanboys. It's a Fanboy Planet podcast. Yeah. And here's your host, Avocado Pits, Derek McCaw. Thank you, Lon. This is Derek McCaw, editor in chief of Fanboy Planet. We are podcasting from Elusive Comics and Games 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. Probably the best opening ever, too. It is It is very quiet because, of course, uh, we are podcasting on Wednesday, September 3rd. Following? Following We're- a Labor Day uh, weekend, which meant that comics are delayed a day. So oh, that's why no comics are here. That's today. why no comics I'm entirely are within my budget this week so far. Mm. So far. Well, exactly. Wait till we have dinner. So um, there are no comics. There are no comics on the new comics rack. They've already cleared it away. It's kind of an exciting time. It's a scary sight. It's just like the night before Christmas at Macy's or something. Or the day after the comics died. You ever thought of it that what, way? What, the comics died? What? I'm just saying, if the com- if there was a day the comics died, all at once. and you ran into your shop and you're like, where are all the new comics? They're like, sorry, They're dead, son. Sorry, no new comics. <laughs> They're, They're dead. dead. <laughs> They've gone up to a farm upstate to play with your puppy. Anyway, of course, commenting there was the fabulous announcer with two comic book-related tattoos on his arms. Uh, hello, everyone. Lon Lopez here. Thank you for listening. And, and totally Godspeed. Un- totally unmarred by any kind of ink. Rick Brett Snyder, and that was for you, Mom. You don't have any tattoos? None at all. Not a one? Not a one. But he's got like 50 piercings, though. That's he's got a totally scar <laughs> on. <laughs> say, it's sort a of... couple of unplanned scars, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was for you, Mom. Takes off his shirt. He looks like the two-gun kid with all the stuff. Okay, anyway. So, I think I got the right Marvel Cowboy. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely has a six-shooter, I'll tell you uh, Okay, much. you know what I don't have this week? Viewer mail, so uh, or listener mail. Although I did discover a strange, there is a website out there that actually, and I wish I could remember. I'll have to look this up for next week. That transcribes. Not only do they post our podcast, but they transcribe it. Holy, really? Yes. Really? Yes. I don't know if anybody's reading it, but it's there. On like you can have a link to the podcast on this website, and there's this box. And I'm scrolling down and I'm realizing. You know, I thought it was like random keywords from our podcast. No, it's the transcription of what. That's we were amazing. Because I'd really like podcast. to see how they transcribe some of the messes. Some of, no, some of it is it's incorrectly like, transcribed. Sound uh, of explosion. Lon speaks a lot of Japanese in the transcription. Ah, oh, konnichiwa. Indeed. Hi. Oh, how much are they? Zoko ni ginko e arimashita. Ten la banco. Biro. No, uh, G2 uh, pilot. Anyway, um, so we got some comics news. We got a little bit of movies, movie news. We got, uh, we're got we in sort of a holding pattern on TV, but we can still talk about the DVDs that are coming out to help you catch up with the series that you hold must you be watching uh, near the end of September. So we've got about three weeks to catch up on some We're going to talk stuff. about the Republican National Convention, too, aren't we? No. Oh, okay. I, I guess you know, yeah, I just feel like we should stay. Are you the father? That's all I want to know. Oh, good all I know is I want to be the grandfather. If you know <laughs> what I'm talking about, huh? You're good looking, isn't she? Nobody? Okay. Yeah, I'm a former beauty so. queen. Okay, well, that's enough politics. She's good looking. I think we can all agree on that, can How we? How is that even politics? But yeah, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> I'd like to have her break my tie in the When Senate. it comes you know, to Lon Lopez what? being a pig, no, he knows no hearty boundaries. Transcribe that one, buddy. <laughs> okay. I don't even know what that meant. I mean, the transcribing thing I got, but before that, odd. Breaking the uh, Yeah, yeah I, yeah. I took a civics class. I get that. I okay. just, uh, how it's a euphemism. That's what the, the vice president does. I know, but you make it sound like it's something dirty. And, uh, so you just need to get your mind out of the gun. No, it's like, it's like suddenly somebody ordered a sausage pizza. So let's go on to uh, some comics news. Or co- not really not news. Let's talk about comics reviews. We've had it on Wednesday night with no new comics. We can actually talk about some we've read. There we go. And hopefully you've read at home. Hopefully. We were going to kind of talk about uh, catching, uh, comparing again the big summer crossovers now that it's the end of summer. Those we're still would be in the midst Secret of them. Secret Invasion on the Marvel side and on the DC side. It's what? Final, Final Crisis. Crisis. Oh, that's right. And you know what? We've been covering it all the way through, haven't we? I mean, we've been there for the listeners. We have. And, we and here we are kind of. It's not really embedded. towards the end, is it? I mean, we still got till like Christmas till all this end. What or? is it? Uh, is Secret? Secret Invasion keeps going into next year, I think. Okay, really? and Final Crisis probably does too. I mean, I think that's an eight-issue miniseries. That's We've not only a got summer the crossover issue. then. That's it's a 2008, 2009. It's an event. It's an event. Boy, they're following with a, a lot of and countdown, right? Mm-hmm. With a with a lot of cro- uh, a lot of crossover books as well. Remember the good old days where you could go to the spinner rack and pull a book, and you might get a. You know, uh, a cliffhanger goes, you know, tune or, you know, to be continued and you go the next month and get it and the story's over and you're satisfied and you're happy. No, you know, you I had those two issues. No, you never. You're a lot older than I am, though. Oh, that's true. Oh, you filthy liar, Rick Brettschneider. No, I agree with you. No, Thank abs- you for identifying me with that. <laughs> what, what about single contained issues? Remember those days when like you well, could no, just, that I be don't. trades? No, I mean, yeah, like, you see, could, like, the story would be six times as long and the binding would be uh, thicker? No, it's where, you, like, Spider-Man would befriend a little kid and maybe help him. Oh, no, do are something. you going to tell this, the kid who collected Spider-Man, the, the comic book story that makes me cry more than you watching Gridiron Gang? No, I don't remember that. Oh, I kind of remember that. But Which they actually adapted into the uh, animated series in the 90s, yeah. I'm just saying, That's these events story. are killing me, man. I can't. A, I don't have the space for all these comics, and B, it's like, just you know, give me, tell me a good story in you know, twenty-two pages. Is that possible anymore? Did we read anything where there was a good story in twenty-two pages recently? Ah, uh, no, 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 not really. That <laughs> in twenty-two pages. That that was the sound of Derek checking his list. <laughs> I mean, do we talk? Were you hinting that maybe we had? No, um, I was just wondering. You know, though, I, I would say, uh, though, the Secret Invasion main book is all this, you know, cliffhanger, 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 and not a lot actually happening issue after issue. Yeah, uh, I have been finding the tie-in books, which are explaining what was going on behind the scenes. And Lon pushed us into one this week. You did, and and it's a good, and I think that was actually kind of a, a good standalone. What it sh- what it should do, um, make me want to read the next issue. Yeah. But if I don't, I'm gonna be okay. And Lon, what was that book? Uh, I don't remember the number, but Avengers Initiative, right? Yeah. Right, the last issue. Of- I think Avengers Initiative seems to be the only book that's really taking the story forward, like the whole invasion thing. Like, I guess what it is, the Secret Invasion is, is taking the main core, like, Ave- Avengers teams through mm-hmm. the invasion, and, like, all the other, like, this, you know, I guess... Avengers Initiative is kind of showing how the well, outside superhero community is. Too. Mara Hill, that storyline's in mm-hmm. Iron Man, right? And so that one, well, that, but that one Mara actually Hill's, did quite a bit 
Wow. No, it's Did Maria she... Hill, isn't it? Maria Hill. Maria yeah. Hill. No, she's going through the main book too, though. Yeah. Does so that I mean, mean, was that in Secret that was, Invasion? Or yeah, was it was Secret Invasion because she had the the. Shh, I don't know. It's a spoiler alert. Or... And, no, uh, uh, five's been out for a ago. few weeks. Yeah. Okay. She yeah. had the life model decoy or right. LMD, as I like the, to call the them. LMDs. Yes. Yes. Right. Which I but thought was, was a cop out. What did you think? She she rescued Reed Richards. No, that was the other chick. That was uh, the girl from Oh, that's from right. Sword. From Sword. Yes. Which really, when Joss Whedon, I, I feel dense. When Joss Whedon introduced that in Astonishing X Men, didn't occur to me that we had Sword, Sword and Shield. Shield. You didn't get that. You didn't no. get that. No. Oh, right Just, off the bat, wow. I was all. Tacky. You know why? Because I was I was really I was still reeling and pissed off from the Warren Ellis Agents of Hate. Yes. You know, where it's like I don't believe that, and I don't believe that there was a character named Dirk Anger to go along with Nick Fury. You know, yeah. so <laughs> I I was just really bugged. You got like, Dirk Anger, but you didn't get Sword and Shield. Yeah, actually, Nick uh, Fury's name was shortened. It's, it's actually an Italian word. It's like uh, it's like Fiori or something like that. So he just changed it. Right, okay. I get that. You're not oh, following okay. my my argument and my complaint. No, I was just we making, willfully. Uh huh. Was it really that? I was just making that up. Yeah, they, they, I think they did name. say that there was a difference. Nicholas, uh, <laughs> wow, something that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, Furiosa. Look at that. I can just write stuff off the top of my head, and it's, wow. it's canon. Isn't why, that crazy? Why can you not He's get a job? He's a lathe of heaven. Yeah. It's amazing. Nice. We'll just let that one go. Uh, so, Dirk Anger. No, so, 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 yeah. So, Avengers Initiative. Skull. Scroll. Kill, kill. Crew. Yes. So there's, you know, which uh, you guys apparently did not, and nobody would have remembered this book. I mean, it was only like, it was meant to be, I think, a six-issue miniseries in the uh, early 90s or mid-90s when Marvel was really, like, desperately throwing a lot of books out there. Wait, they actually threw a book out called Skull, Scroll Kill Crew? Yes. Was there a big scroll thing happening back then, too? No. Nope. No. So why it, did they need a... a Scroll Kill Crew. Because it, it was this idea that a young writer that no one knew of, knew of named Grant Morrison, perhaps you've heard of him, uh, had, teamed, had teamed with his friend Mark Miller. And the two of them were writing because they often teamed early on in uh, Mark Miller's career anyway because they were they teamed up to write Aztec over at DC, which, had, which uh, spun into JLA eventually. Um, although well, I finally got a look at that trade paperback and they screwed that up. But anyway um, – so it was. They took that idea that you remember. You guys remember the story in Fantastic Four number two way back right. in 1962 when Lon didn't. They exist. went to the well a second time though, because the FF had already gone back to those cows. I think John John Byrne had had written a story in well, his let's, run. Let's lay it out first. What did what did Reed Richards do? Reed Richards convinced the, the first, first encounter with the this. first encounter with the Skrulls that the Fantastic Four had, because of course later Marvel retconned it that the Skrulls had been there in the 50s. That's yeah. how we got the 3D Man, right? Uh, but the, the first encounter wave that he encountered, he hypnotized them into thinking they were cows. He didn't kill them. He didn't send them back. He just put them out to pasture. Right. So they would they would not hurt or harm anyone since right. they were shapeshifters. Right. Just made them cows. It emphasized what a humanitarian and farmer Rich, Reed Richards was. What and lots or a of meat eater. What a great humanitarian because of course the the farmer slaughtered the scroll cows, but not before the scroll. Cow milk, milk made it into the food supply of another town, and they had their own little shapeshifter epidemic. Right. So uh, the Scroll Kill crew were survivors of the town. They had eaten the meat, and apparently the meat had a poison. So originally, and now this initiative sort of changes some of that. Originally, they, they were uh, people that knew they had they were living on borrowed time. There was only a matter of time before the Scroll poison 
had worked its way through their system and killed them. So they vowed to take out as many scrolls as they could before they died. Kind of a bucket list thing. Yeah. Or and just because they knew that the scrolls were already here among us? Because they that... had the ability to see scrolls. Mm-hmm. Now, before Bendis came along, there were a lot of scrolls uh, hanging out, you know. And, and uh, maybe not part of the invasion either, right? Maybe just not. Maybe vacationing. Maybe or not. Well, we know? know that, you know, there have been times the Captain Britain and the MI 13 book uh, has included that there's there's uh, uh, there were scroll beetles, a Fab Four that were hanging out in the 60s and liked it. Yeah. Stayed and one was John Lennon, and he was killed off in these pages. But he by the Mark David Chapman, no, but, no, no. no, by uh, hmm, oh. I can't remember who did it. Oh, okay. It's right up over there. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I, I think Pete Wisdom ended up doing it. But it was a sacrifice. It was a sacrifice play. It had to be done. You know? No, he got killed in uh, in Crossfire because uh, Wisdom was pissed. Oh well, I thought I I, I interpreted it differently. But anyway, but the point being that there have been good scrolls and bad scrolls, right? And that was part of the original. Pitch, I think, was that you know some weren't necessarily evil because we know that Johnny Storm was. I don't think he was, was he ever married to Alicia. That scroll? Uh, no, I don't think so. Woman, or they were just dating. They were dating, but she was disguised as Alicia. Yes, for a long time. Yes. So, um, yeah, they. The, the yeah, but what what been, hasn't Johnny been connected with? I right? don't know. He is he is like the Lon Lopez of the Marvel Comics universe. He's on fire. I was going to say, I can't turn into flame, but okay, go ahead. Oh, but you can be flaming. I can feel. <laughs> so. I've had... No, I won't say no. it. Anyways. <laughs> You've had scroll piece? I know. No. I just, okay. Flames felt like they were coming out of somewhere. It burns. <laughs> it burns. <laughs> anyway. Flame on! So that was the uh, scroll kill crew concept, and it, and, and it was ahead of its time, apparently, because it got canceled. It was like it was supposed to be a six-issue miniseries. I think they only got to four. And it it died a, a With horrible death. With a premise death. like that? With a premise like that, a little ahead of its time, really. Yeah. And now, but then flashback or flash forward to fifteen years in the future or whatever. Yeah, two thousand eight. We, we just happen to need a scroll kill crew, which is a tongue twister, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So and here they come. So they show up, and there's three uh, D man, and and uh, they just happen to encounter a guy who's having a similar problem. Three mm-hmm. D man. Yeah. Who can't doesn't know who to trust and you know can see scrolls, so it just fit perfect into the storyline of this whole invasion. I and thought one of the most bizarre barbecue scenes in the history of Marvel <laughs> comics. I mm-hmm, would have to mm-hmm. say, yeah, I think the twist ending is going to turn out that Bruce Willis is a scroll the whole time. I, I see, so. I see scrolls. I see scrolls. Oh, yeah. I see. I see scroll people. So, um, yeah, I mean, and it's a very solid book. Yeah, and yet I wish. And could, uh, the return of Nick Fury. And the return the of Nick Fury and and his new howlers, the young team of heroes that includes the son of Ares, Phobos, god of fear. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I, I wish I could say that I was enjoying Secret Invasion, the title, the book itself, as much as I am these side books. You know, the last issue of Secret Invasion was. It struck me as being kind of juvenile. And a little over the top with with respect to the storytelling. Uh, what part? Uh, well, the last bit, which was like all that was Hawkeye killing and, the yeah, the scrolling like, bird. We're gonna kill him. All is like a full panel thing. And, well, I mean, you know, the guy had his heart broken a second time. I, mean, yeah. I could see the pain in that, but I just yeah, think you can that go off and uh, you know drown his pain in Wanda Max, the hidden Wanda Max. But I just think I just think that 
what is that issue five that was just yeah, finished? Yeah, that, that was it. Five issues, and they're still in the Savage Land. You know what I mean? It really like, hasn't moved forward. Yeah, no, and it's like yeah. you're the, in the fifth issue of like a set. One of seven issues. It's well, supposed they spent the first three just sky. Are you a scroll or not? Right. Scroll here. And then it turns out, by the way, that all of them were scrolls. Yeah. So that was like a fake. And the only uh, one a among fake, them, fake out. but yeah. the only one among them that was a scroll was Spider Woman, right? Among them, yes. Among but the them. whole ship. You were thinking scrolls. maybe they were all scrolls. Right. Maybe, but we you know. all knew that. We knew none uh, yeah, of them but could it have been. been. But it would have been a cool idea if, like, you know, you maybe one of them. Yeah, yeah. something that maybe bring back the original Power Man. Well, because they had said, you know, in Illuminati, they had said we have what we need, and so you know, there's this implication that maybe someone was left behind, or yeah. that they had been kidnapping and replacing for some time. Uh, well, the other question that that begs, and they haven't even touched on yet. Is what's happening to the you know the people they're replacing? You know what I mean? Like, are these people dead? Is Dum Dum Dugan dead? Is Jarvis dead? Is Hank Pym dead? That's a good question. Sorry, yeah, yeah but you're right. Jessica no, Jessica Drew, Drew no. has she been you're a scroll right. the whole time? I don't know. Uh, well, that's the strong implication that at least right. since yeah, since she's come come back, she's been right. a scroll the whole time. So, mm-hmm. do we really care? Although we do, we did learn something important from the other Avengers. Uh, uh, books that was Henry that? Pym is easily seduced by a young British co-ed. <laughs> well, no, but I mean it could have taken care of that who in the page. I know. Yeah. I like devoting a whole issue to explaining that how that happened was no, sort of like we what? did finally find out who paid to have Electro blow up the raft, which was a tie back all the way or a yeah. callback all the way back to New the Avengers. Avengers one, yeah. yeah, and you know Bendis did say that you you will find out who was responsible and. So whether or not he really had that plan the whole time, I, I don't think know. he did. I think he did because I think Skrulls appeared even way back in Avengers Disassembled. That's what he says. Yeah. So maybe he had this thing going. Well, on. yeah. They, no, didn't. Was it a Kree attack? There was something in Avengers Disassembled when they had that big blow up of the well. There was the like mansion. A, there were Kree warriors. That's what how Hawkeye bought it. Yeah, or something. And uh, but they weren't really Kree warriors. I mean, there was some confusion. So I, you know, and let me say a tie-in that was sort of so, not a, a sort of initiative tie-in. The last defenders ended up actually uh, justifying its existence. Oh, really? Yeah, really <laughs> I, clever. I got four issues that left to read. <laughs> yeah, no. By the sixth issue, it's okay. like setting up. It's setting up that you could have another series without invalidating what they've called this one. Okay. And it was actually clever. I, I read it. It went wow. I mean, really clever idea. Did they have to do it in six issues? Um, no. Yeah, one okay. would have done it, <laughs> but. Well, maybe you had to had a, because of the of the of how complex the idea was. I think you'll enjoy the answer. Okay, I think you'll enjoy the answer. I'll really. finish that. Series. All right, let's look on the flip side of that coin. Then final crisis. I haven't. I stopped. So you guys are gonna have to fill me in. Well, you just read Rogue's Revenge, right? But I mean, I heard that the tie-in books have nothing to do with the main book anymore. Not really, and it's kind of hard to place them in. And yet, those things that have been, yet those things that have been tie-in books, some of them have been really good. Yeah. Legion of Three Worlds, yeah, really good. Right, uh, Rogue's Revenge, really, really good. good. But I'm, it, they don't seem like they're really tied in. They're branded with it. No, I, I would agree with that. I think because they're just their events sliding, which is what was going on with uh, Fifty Two and Countdown. When you had things like the Rand Thanagar War, which yeah. is by the way, they're having another one, Holy War. Who's who cares? Yeah. But they didn't brand that with Final Wars Crisis, just don't so, last no, six so nobody's there. paying attention. They they last a uh, hundred years. They can, they can, um, and and you know the Amazon's attack, all those things. Right. And that's about how close these are. However, Requiem, which came out, um, wait, can I stop you for the real fast? Yeah. Whatever happened to Amazon's attack? Did that ever finish? Yes, yeah, it, it did. did. 
did it have any like ramifications or did it just kind of mm, mm, uh, it did have ramifications nemesis got stung by stygian killer hornets uh the, the ramifications were uh wonder woman put off losing her virginity in modern <laughs> continuity by yet another six months I'm totally lost. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. you should be reading Wonder Woman because she's totally she's totally Jones and for Nemesis. <laughs> I don't even know what any of this means. I know. You don't even know who Nemesis is. I don't know is. who Nemesis is. <laughs> He's kind of like Libra. <gasps> I don't know. You I got that, huh? I did. Genius. Anyway. Okay, so you were going to say, so the... Uh, Requiem, Requiem did right. tie in. That was the uh, written by Peter Tomasi. It was a... The book about Martian Manhunter, kind of expanding upon the Martian Manhunter's one-panel death in Final Crisis so number lame. one. So lame. And yet... And then explained. And then Requiem actually explained it all. <laughs> you know what, though? Can I say this? I was yeah. flipping through it right now. And in in the Final Crisis where he got killed, Libra just kind of stabbed him once, right? Was, this book, he doesn't like, he stab him like a <laughs> bunch of times? No, stab he was still totally, not dead. Uh, different <laughs> directors. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, God, that's kind of brutal. I mean, you, you already killed him. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. One was Martin Scorsese, the one was John Woo. Right, right. And, and so that's when we say this. It's how we know that it actually was the Martian Manhunter because he telepathically beams his, that's why it's the Requiem, the last, his his life story. Wait, he had to give his to own his eulogy to everybody? Or? Pretty much. Telepathically oh, as he was awesome. as he was dying. And um, yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you like to be able to, you know, no. give your own eulogy? No, I don't, I don't want you to know my secrets when I die. Oh, okay. You'll use them against my loved ones. That's why I have no. to keep a secret identity. It's totally why he wears a mask all the time. Oh, that's right. Yes. Anyway. Kind of like the old Huck Finn thing. Or was it Huck Finn or Tom Sawyer? I forget. Where he goes to his funeral? That was it was in the uh, Tom Sawyer novel. Tom Sawyer, yes. okay. But it was, uh, I believe, no, it was Joe Harper. It was it was Tom Sawyer and Joe Harper that did it. And Nobody, you have an Aunt Polly, don't you? Um, I have I, he paints a mean fence, though. I do. I was actually in Tom Sawyer when I was a kid. I bet you were. I was you in creep. a production of that. Oh, you mean the play? Yeah. <laughs> okay, got it. We, we, I, I whitewashed the fence. Thanks. Um, anyway, uh, so Requiem was And then last week, uh, Brad Meltzer. And I'm not so sure. I guess it tied in because of the whole idea at the end of issue three of Final Crisis, which was not too clear. But the idea they're saying is that basically all the superheroes are going to band together when we get to Final Crisis number four and have what is the last in or the last assault on Darkseid. And, you know, so they Wait, expect they fully expect to die. How do they have an assault on Darkseid if he's a mortal human in a bar right now? Do they explain that in Final Crisis? I think they'll get around to it. I don't think that he is a mortal human in a bar. He's he appears posing to be, as one. Okay. But he's possessing. And that's clear that, you know, he's all the evil, uh, what are, the, the evil gods are possessing humans and transforming them into into host using okay. those host bodies. I have to ask this question. Sure. Am I supposed to be confused about the end of countdown and what's going on in final crisis with Darkseid? Darkseid. Darkseid. Because didn't he die at the what didn't Yeah. Orion kill him yeah, at the but end? Yeah, but of but what's what uh, countdown? Two things went wrong. Okay. Nobody read Grant Morrison's Final Crisis script. Okay. As he himself has said, it's the problem. Like, he turned that script a year ago. Uh-huh. They forgot what they were counting down to. Okay. Bad editing. Bad editing. And by the time that came out, Final Crisis number one was done. That's like picking a freshman 
uh, governor from a weird state to be your vice president. You know what it was? And the explanation is that Darkseid had an LMD. Sort of. Uh, that he that instead of being killed, he was sent back in time, and that's the the guy, the boss dark side who is. Uh, so, so all this time, there's been another dark side coming out through. Yeah, this the is why ring. this is why the uh, how the Flash is back. He's running through time, and that's so they have the scene in Final Crisis where he's with Jay, or maybe in Rogue's Revenge where they explain, has Flash come back yet. Uh, they haven't really like done the great. <gasps> But everybody's saying, uh, yeah. We, we yeah, everybody's Barry. talking we know, about him. We know but... Barry, but yeah, there's a, there's a scene where all three of them are racing. They're racing a bullet through time. Yep, there it is. Adam just placed that down, and that's the death of Orion. That's what shot the bullet that kills Orion at the beginning of, of Final Crisis number one, and it's gone back in time. So that's – and Darkseid has been slowly – has been coexisting with himself basically and slowly growing in power. Therefore okay. – what I thought was a contradiction in Seven Soldiers is not. So Mr. Miracle could be fighting this more um, urban dark side in the pages of Mr. Miracle and the Seven Soldiers of Victory uh, And this is where series. we get into my other question, which is, yeah. so I only read two of the Seven Soldiers books. Before your brain melted out your ear. I read the Mr. Miracle, which didn't make a lot of sense to me, and I read the Frankenstein just because I'll read anything that's Frankenstein. Did you read the bookends? Zero zero and one? No, I did not. I did not. You've got to check out Zero. Zero was really good. Okay. So apparently that stuff ties into this closely, and does understanding that whole – Seven Soldiers story this help is, you with this? This is where I think Libra came from. Okay. Because what they're fighting in Seven Soldiers of Victory, even the even the new gods in the Mr. Miracle appearance are really only tangential to the major menace of the Sheehy and this thing called Nebulon. The Sheehy? Yeah, that's the word for the ancient evil fairy folk along... A long-standing really? term, yes. Oh, okay. It's spelled S-I-D-H-E. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so seven soldiers. So they were fighting against Nebulon, which has also been used, Grant Morrison's used a couple of times in other in other books. Uh, is in Nebulon the, the demon from hell, or is that Neuron? No, that's Neuron. Neuron. That's okay. Neuron. I haven't even gotten to that rain and hell thing that they've got going on. But anyway, so Nebulo, or Nebulo, I'm sorry, it's Nebulo. It's this big, like, alternate universe creature that he's managed to tie in, but that's what Libra became at the end of his one appearance in Justice League of America and back in 1973-74. That happened, that clearly happened in the previous appearance. It clearly happened that he became something extra-dimensional. Okay. He was able but to does absorb... All that, does all that continuity stay with the whole crisis and different universes no and i different... think that's going to re i think that the con that continuity is going to get rewritten basically uh, okay. and, and there are a lot of things going on if you read any of the books that you like like right now superman is fighting a new version of brainiac and they have no really good explanation why even though he recognizes color uh, it's from kalu he's like there's no acknowledgement and he's finding a new candor but they had an alternate candor for yeah. a long time so this new Earth, which is what happened in the wake of uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, um, you know, it is sort of like it's not the continuity remembered, and those things are switching around. Yet the old continuity still exists. If you go over to JSA, that's what's happening: is you've got the JSA of Earth Two, right? That remembers having Power Girl, and Power Girl disappeared. She got sucked into New Earth. It's very 
once again, it's going to be complex. Nobody's going to, no newbie can read it. But for guys like me, who've been DC junkies since we were five years old, and that was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, this is this is like, oh, you're restoring my childhood. You're yeah. you're you're pulling these things back that I remember and the way I remember them. And instead of telling me, you know, I'm on my third incarnation of it, they're bringing back that version from the 70s. Um, the Brad Meltzer thing, I was going to get back to the last will and testament. Really a storyline that he himself has said he would have, if he had continued writing Justice League of America, he would have done. It's basically Geoforce versus um, versus uh, Slade, Deathstroke the Terminator. Uh-huh. And First for revenge over Terra? For revenge over Terra, final revenge, because Deathstroke is doing the same thing to him. See, I, I read comics. You read comics. Uh, yeah, that was in the early 80s. Yeah, uh, that's when I read them. Yeah. <laughs> See, um, that he's doing. That Deathstroke was doing the same thing to him that he'd done to Terra, amping the powers up, making them go out of control, and right. the Geoforce is afraid that he himself is going to go out. So before he loses control, he's going to get his revenge. It's that whole Geoforce, Geoforce with the hand... Yes. yes. I don't know. Could, okay, can we just take a quick break here? Geoforce. I know he's been kind of a kind of a sealess character for a long, long time. And he's in Dwayne McDuffie's Justice League of America What's run, his, which is right now. I, I just never got Geoforce. Outsiders. Outsiders. When he first yeah. Was that his first appearance? That Outsiders? was his first appearance. Yeah. And he's Tara's brother, but did they he's reveal that later? Or? They reveal a little later. What had happened was Mike Barr and Marv Wolfman had created two characters, Tara and Geoforce, independently and that had that powers. had the same powers. So they went. Wait, and uh, what exactly is his powers? He can control. Essentially, what sand does too. Um, he's got powers over over the earth. He's an earth mover, so he can just he can move, move like earth soil. shaker. You know, he right. can cause earthquakes. He can uh, he can control the density of, of soil of, hmm. of earth. And and there's a little joke he makes at the beginning that in his own language, in Markovian, his superhero name actually translates as Superman. Mm-mm. But he lets... What is Geo... Where does that name come? I guess Geo Force means... Force of the, the Earth. Force of, Oh, okay. Earth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Geo Force. It's such a lame name, though. I know. Yeah, which is why he says it translates to Superman, but he, oh, lets, okay. he lets them call him Geo Force and Sorority was a Superman. Mm. Um, but in, Marco, in Markovia, he is... Uh, but what's cool about the book, actually, is that so Adam Kubert does the main storyline, and then they clearly bulk it out with stories with little vignettes of other heroes making their peace with this being the last night before their big thing. Okay. And Joe Kubert draws it. Oh, sweet. So it's really Adam Kubert's good enough. enough but, but then you have these bonus pages with Joe Kubert art. It's like, that's really cool. Yeah. I also like the I got to say something. I um, didn't know. And I was reading something. Joe Kubert. Started and was already like really good at thirteen. Yeah, wow. I didn't know that's that's why his career He's has been, been doing so long. Forever. No, I knew he was. Yeah. I knew he had drawn some of the original Hawkman back in the forties. He had been drawing the All Star Comic stories, but I didn't realize he was like thirteen doing that. Yeah. We always talk about the Jim Shooter and the Paul Levitz, who was like seventeen. Shooter was thirteen when he wrote. I didn't know there was an artist that who had started that young. I mean, it's yeah. just amazing. Yeah. No wonder he has a school. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I gotta give the credit to that. The Brad Meltzer story was actually—I don't know if you'd say it really. Wait, what a, book was a, it in though? Is a separate. It's a book? final crisis called Last Will and Testament. Okay, so Meltzer it was wrote a one that? shot that came out last out. week. It came, oh, it came out, out last, last week. week. Yeah. What came out this week was his novel, Book of Lies, and oh, as of right. yesterday, of course, he launched that uh, you can join the campaign to save the Siegel House. Makes a good point. They've insured, they've made the garage where Hewlett Packard. You know, that's a historical landmark. Google's. Right. Founding place is uh, is a historical landmark. 
but the Siegel house is not. There's just an old black couple living in there. Yeah. Cleveland's let them, they don't even have a plaque. And so you can join if you go to ordinarypeoplechangetheworld.com. Is that where Siegel did his work, though, in his house? It's where he created Superman. At his house. Okay. So the, so the saying is, you know, he was, that's when he was a high school kid and he came up with the idea. It's like if you've enshrined these things for the computer companies, right. our well, greatest contribution to world mythology. Modern. Uh, well, I would say, but modern, but it's going to, you know, it's, it's it's certainly affected the world as it stands today. Everybody knows Superman. I think more people in the world today know Superman than Daniel Boone. Daniel Boone? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah. But so, is Daniel Boone's father's house got a plaque? There's a plaque somewhere that says Daniel Boone was killed, killed, killed the bear bar here. Yeah. This, this tree. Oh, well. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of things to, for I that mean, kind of I mean, that's a tree in the forest, right? I mean... Well, now it's probably surrounded by a city, like and there's a, this like a lone a tree or yeah. and a stuffed bear going no. Mm. Uh, so you know, it's, so there's just starting thing you can buy T-shirts, whatever. I mean, it's it's kind of the thing. It's like comics history. This is one of our greatest contributions to modern culture. Yep. Super, the superhero is an American Why, invention. Are they trying to sell the house or something? No, they want to preserve it. They I mean, want to. No, no, no. But I mean, are they saving it from being destroyed yes, or something? They want. They want to save it from being destroyed. It's, it's, it's falling thing. apart. Oh, but if you go, if you go over to, I've got it on fanboyplanet.com. There's a link to a video that Brad released yesterday that uh, takes you on a walkthrough through what the house looks like right now. And it and looks for like for those crap. that aren't following the continuity here, the reason why these are connected is because the Siegel family figures into Brad's book. Mm, yes, Book of Lies. Yes. And he's just a super dude. you know. And Brad Meltzer is a super dude. This is true. Even uh, Brian Michael Bendis has crossed party lines to uh, to work in a bipartisan effort to save the Siegel house. Let's hope so. Okay. Uh, Casada has also donated some stuff. So they're doing an online auction and, and – uh, you can buy some items. So I think that's it's pretty cool. Uh, but that's, that takes us away from Final Crisis. Let me say one last thing about a DC book that I'm not going to buy anymore. Teen Titans. Is this the one where they drew them like little kids? No, that's Tiny Titans. No, 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 no. This, like, it was, wait, Teen Titans, not the ones where they had the original. Teen no, that's like, called, called The Titans. Titans. That's a bad, no, 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 that's no, no, a no. badly written book with, by, yeah. The ones anyway. where they had the original, like Speedy, Kid Flash, and. Oh, that's Teen Titans Year One. Oh, okay, that's what I'm thinking. No, no, no. So this is Teen Titans, the modern team, which is Tim Drake's Robin, the Wonder Girl. Oh, they're who's still making Cassie it? Marshall. Yeah, it's apparently oh, a very popular book, but I, I had Kid Devil, Blue Beetle just joined. Uh, Rose uh, Ravager, who was Deathstroke's daughter. Mm-hmm. And they recently introduced, and I thought this was, you know, clever, finally way to get this into character, uh, into continuity. Wendy and Marvin oh, right. were computer geeks who were running Titan's Towers. They had no powers, but they were geniuses, so they were ru- the business managers, the day-to-day operation. I remember that. Yeah, we, we talked about that. Last we? week, last week an issue came out with, who is Wonder Dog? So they were introducing oh, Wonder no. Dog into continuity. Oh, no. And I bought this, and I thought, oh, clever, they got a Wonder Dog, that's cool, then we'll get an explanation, I'll be cool. Wait, why, wait, before you go into that, what's the big deal about Wonder Dog? What? From Super Friends. Wendy, right. Marvin, and Wonder right. Dog. So Wonder they, they, Twin Powers No, 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 no. That's, no, no. that's Leek, the Super. Uh, Zan and Jane are the Wonder Twins. But that's the second season of Super Friends. Right. I remember Wonder Dog was like the Scooby-Doo kind of yeah, for addition Super Friends. to Super Friends. Yeah. Right. But let me get to this. Okay. So this is only one issue where Wonder Dog appears. He is revealed to be a scroll. But we don't know who his master really is, and I will never find out because I'm so pissed at this. He's a dog of apocalypse. He's a he's a mutant dog who eats graphically 
Wendy and Marvin oh, in the book. Oh, what? So before we have an adequate... Did that hurt your heart? It did, because the thing is, for exactly the reason that Lon is getting around to here, that you've got Tiny Titans, you've got Teen Titans Year One, this is an animated series that kids are going to buy. Now, you and I are going to walk into a store and... and you know, we can thumb through and not and not be fine. But it's somebody who is walking in off the street goes in and sees that, or walks into Borders and sees who is Wonder Dog with the dog with the cape licking Wendy and Marvin's face on the cover. On the cover. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'll buy that. That's a bait and switch right there. Um, I'll buy it's that. horrible. And you know, I, and I can say exactly who. I'm sorry, but the the actual it? editor, uh, Sean McKeever, hmm. whose work I liked when he he did uh, Spider Man Loves Mary Jane. But he took a page out of Jeff Johns' book, kind of? I'll tell of. you, no. And you know who his editor is? Hmm. Dan DiDio. Uh-oh. Not editor-in-chief. Actual edit, direct editor on the book is Dan DiDio. And that's Dan DiDio call, making that call that that's okay. And I don't think that is. Ruh-roh. Well, you know that was them just kind of giving the finger to the 70s super friends right and there. And at the same time, while their parent company is making money hand over fist, re-releasing the 70s super friends on DVD. Mm-hmm. And at a time when people are saying, let's get something a little more accessible to kids. And that's super, yeah. And that's, <laughs> it's pretty graphic, isn't it, Adam? Adam's over there looking at it. It is gross. I'm uh, sorry, Wendy actually dies off screen, but it's very clear that she, but but just the shot. I'm, I, I'm done. I'm angry about that because there are characters I like. Blue Beetle, Kid Devil. I want to see what was going to happen to him. I don't want to now. Oh, because I'm. I that is just. I feel so. Uh, you know, baited and switched on the heels of the. You know, I don't know. I'm. They don't. I. I don't know, and I never will know, Adam. I never will know. I think we should move on. Should we? Just for the healing. Let there be healing. Let's let's talk about then instead the new Stephen King, The Stand, the first issue with Mike Perkins according to your Diamond Order form. But Marvel released a thing today saying that next week on September 10th is a midnight release party. At any rate, that's another midnight event. We'll see if that goes over well. I don't know if, if Elusive is doing it or not, but we will. Uh, you know what we should do? We should buy a bunch of copies and just park in the parking lot. And uh, sell it out of the back of your truck. I like and it. And we'll play like some loud Van Halen and just kind of make it like a concert. Uh, you got no, you, no, you know what you have to play? You have to play Blue Oyster Cult for the stand. You got to play Don't Fear the Reaper. Mm-hmm. Or we could play that one song, the one guy. Uh, or, or Pocket uh, Savior. Can you play the album? Eve of Destruction. Yeah. No, no, no. What's the song the guy got famous for in the stand? I know. That's a, they, well, the, uh, the album was Pocket Savior. I always remember that. Baby, oh. I'm Your Man. Baby, I'm, I'm Your, your man. man. Okay. You yeah. King Rocks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell one of us at this table is extremely excited about this uh, adaptation. Yeah. I'll uh, just go watch the TV movie again. It wasn't a horrible it's not adaptation. A bad I like that adaptation. It's pretty I have good. that on Laserdisc. Although, if you watch it recently, you sit there and go, oh, this was filmed in the 90s, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Very 90s. And the book was written in the 90s. No, no uh, the book was rewritten. Yeah, in the rewritten. 90s. It was written originally in the late 70s, wasn't yeah. it? And then he updated the references. So. I have both editions. I do too. Yeah. Hmm. Sad. Uh, so uh, there was another comic that was introduced this week. You want to talk about, because uh, Rick, I think you're the only one who read it, to launch a product that was taking on um, the evil empire, Microsoft. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Google came out with a new browser this week and they announced it by giving out comics. And uh, actually, I don't want to talk about Teen the Titans number 57, in fact. Wait, wait, wait. Exactly. Is this, can you download this browser for free? Yeah, the browser is available for free right now. Do you like I, it? I need a new browser. I, you know, I 
they said no, it's I'm serious. To. I downloaded the new Firefox and I hate it. Yeah. Really? The Firefox update is just so, like, the locator okay, so bar is they're killing They're all free, me. and you should, uh, I would just say, download IE8. There's a beta of Internet Explorer 8. And there's a uh, there's a new version of or there's this new Google browser, the Google Chrome. Chrome. It's also available. And you know, make your your own decision. I've done some testing. I played around with it a little bit. I work for Microsoft, so I my opinion means nothing to most people. But mm-hmm. I but was, one day I wasn't when, that impressed. One day when he breaks free, he'll like products by somebody other than Microsoft. <laughs> I'm very excited I like for that lots moment. Of products. Um, but anyway, we weren't going to talk about the browser. We were going to talk instead about the technical documentation. Well, that was tell us about the technical documentation. Early, uh, and apparently, it's not quite sure if they did this on purpose or it actually got released early. But there was a comic book to explain the browser technology and how they had built this new engine. I was under the impression it was a, it was a purposeful release. That was uh, – I'm not sure because there were some early questions as to whether or not they were prepared to uh, – to talk about it right away. But it's a comic done by Scott McCloud uh, of Understanding and Comics is, and Zot. He, he, I was just explaining that he is from – I just wanted to add that. He wrote the book uh, Understanding Comics, uh, which is a marvelous book about how comics work, the technology. I say the major text if you if you want to understand. Wait, this is actually – Scott McCloud, the guy – wait, you might have just said it. Does the how-to comics and wizard and stuff? Uh, yeah, he did yeah. do a series on that. Yeah, and yeah. he does like he did like a big like tome, didn't he? And like, he did Zot. Uh, he, yeah. Zot just okay. came out. We talked about it on the he's podcast. He's very knowledgeable. On he is very knowledgeable. I say, if you and want to a, understand comics, literally buy that book, Understanding, understanding comics. comics. Yeah, and, and he actually his his method and his uh, sure. his his technique. I do design work, and I recommend that book to people who aren't necessarily doing comics who are trying to do business graphics because a lot of it's very applicable. The Comic is a, probably one of the best descriptions for the non-super technical of a very technical subject and very personable. He introduces the uh, developers who worked on the team on the project to work and to tell about different parts of the technology and why it's good for you and all this. And so admirable work. You can use any of your search engines to find this uh, on any number of websites. I know that there's a copy on SlideShare, which is a presentation hosting, web hosting. And so the whole book has been scanned into a series of slides. And so it's probably, that's one of the more readable ways on the websites to read it. So, cool. But I highly recommend it. It's a very interesting thing for anybody interested in the technology or just wants to see what Scott McCloud's up to. Any browser that gives out comics is good. Uh, there's not much in the way of movies. Disaster movie opened last week. It was disaster. That's all we can say. That's all we can say. It was horrible. And not so much just horrible from our point of view because we're kind of movie snobs, but like the audience was strangely You went to a free showing. We went to a free showing that people walked out of. I have never seen people walk out of a free showing. Especially when, especially when the people are in wheelchairs, and that that was that was awkward. Yeah. Uh, plus, they applauded at the opening uh, titles. Like these people were really Wanted excited that they were getting to yeah. see disaster. I think that's free. just for the free movie. They apply for everything when we go. Once the lights go down, they're like, "Well, we're out." Yeah, well, that's true. There's probably yeah. some people <laughs> all have red, ve- orange vests on. Pretty much. Yeah. <sighs> they're like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Then, they, then they, you know, basement. then they, you know, picked up the popcorn later. Uh, but no, they couldn't have. And and the last, well, what was it? A five minute music video. I use the term very loosely. Music uh, montage. Montage rip off of another well known uh, viral video on the internet. I have never. I mean, I just, I just felt sad 
for Lionsgate for releasing this because it was dead silence through what was clearly supposed to be a hilarious, hilarious climax to this thing, a big finale where everybody would just go, ooh, that's hilarious. That's... No, not <laughs> a laugh. It was just awful. I read online and I thought, this is it. It's not so much that these movies are comedies. It's just like 30 years from now, if you want to know what was popular in the summer of 2008. <laughs> go watch the original. You can watch. <laughs> but Disaster Movie will make it a lot shorter. It's only, you know, 70 minutes or so. And everything's there. 70 minutes? I don't know if it was even that long. It felt actually like 70 years, but, uh, but you know, that everything that was popular, you, know, the, you know, there's an Enchanted reference. Yeah. Alvin and the Chipmunks, which was one part in the movie where I actually laughed a little bit, a little bit, but everything went on too long. And they're directors that can't even, Josh Seltzer and Aaron Friedberg, I think are their names, they can't, they're such bad directors, they can't handle both a speaking part and extras at the same time in a scene. So if someone was speaking in the frame, all the extras disappeared. Nice. Then you went back to the crowd scenes. Then you go back to just one guy, you know. And there's two of them. It hurt me. Yeah, A good director can do, you know. So both. this is a movie to avoid. Absolutely. You know who else is hurting me right now? Fox Studios again. They have on the wa- on, on Watchmen, on their lawsuit... They've gone to the point that they are, they've sought an injunction against the film's release, and the hearing is set for June. You may notice When's that the movie's going? March. Oh, March. So. There's, a, there's an active injunction against the release of the film. There is an active injunction that, they, that the, the court has agreed. And again, who has this injunction? This is, this Fox was has this Fox. against Warner Brothers. So, Do we care about anything Fox does? Uh, well, they have the X Men franchise, Sarah okay. Connor Chronicles, oh, Sarah, Sarah Connor, Connor Terminator. Hard one to quit. I don't think they have Terminator anymore. I mm. think uh, I don't think they ever did have Terminator. I think twenty four. Uh, you know the Fox Network. Can you hold okay, them responsible? Can you blame them? I'm totally Star in Wars. Favor of a boycott. Uh, well, they don't really have Star Wars anymore. That's always independent. That's over to Warner Brothers now. Mm. I call for a boycott out there. Dollhouse. You're gonna boycott oh, Fringe. <laughs> <laughs> Beep. This is funny because there was an article on CNN yesterday about how frack has entered the mainstream vocabulary and people are using frack all did over the place. Did you say frack? Yeah, I did. Oh, I thought you said something else. <laughs> so I, I thought maybe he did too, but it's just funny how and how that how the word Felger carb has not actually caught no, on. It just <laughs> never went anywhere. Felger carb. That was the other swear frack, word from the I mean, original Battlestar Galactica. Really? Frack um, and Felger doll, carb. Dollhouse? Wait, frack was on the original? Yeah. I yeah, didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. I used to say frack in junior high. You know what happened? You got beat, you got up. beat up and put in a locker. <laughs> yeah. And now everybody's saying it. <laughs> All those jocks now. You know, I wouldn't be so bitter if I had been born 30 years later. Mm-hmm. Dollhouse. <sighs> anyway. Josh, you should have learned. Anyway, so Joss. that sucks. Josh, you should have learned. Well, if you can't show him the respect. Uh, Thank you. He should have. He should have. But uh, you know what? I, it's gonna get settled out of court. I, Somebody's I just don't gonna. Know. I'm hoping so, I, just something. They're just throwing their weight around. Oh, really? You don't want to deal Lawyers. with this? Guess what? Injunction in June. And Lawyers then, you know. screw everything up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is nothing that has been made but better by lawyers. But you know who lawyers. else screws everything up? By the way, DC, Jenna Jameson. No, no, internet pirates. What? Let me tell you. This is I just as a public service have to say this. Not that I really get. Hey, where's Goodson tonight? <laughs> Funny you should ask. <laughs> Ruining the Twilight Saga for people all over the world. 
uh, Twilight, that that um, weird uh, asexual vampire porn thing that came out. Is of it a, asexual? Really? Out of a, all I know is that the boy, that there's a glittering vampire boy in that, and that most of my students tell me that they will not respect me if I read it, and yet. They won't respect all these girls who have obviously read it. Won't respect you if you read it. It was terrible, and I shouldn't read it because they felt better about it. They probably themselves. read all four of yeah. the terrible books. Uh, well, but the last one's never going to come out. Why? Because someone stole an unfinished manuscript of it and posted it online, and so Stephanie Meyer, the uh, author, said, "I'm not going to finish it now." Good until. They hunt that person down. Uh huh. Pretty much, you know. So uh, it's got a major. It's got a movie coming out in November, November twenty first. I think is the uh, release date for the first film, Twilight. Yeah. Uh, directed by Catherine Hardwick, who had done Lords of Dogtown and. Um, well, you know uh, how 13. we feel about spoilers, Derek. So uh, there's no spoilers. I'm just saying no. the ending. No, will never I mean be. the spoiler. You know, people who are spoiler. You know. Yeah. We've been on our tirade about these people who go to things and then they want to be the guy who posts first and go, oh, I know. That's why that's probably my favorite part in that online series. The line? The line where the spoiler shows up. I finished that. Is that finished? The spoiler shows up, just the guy with with his big gulp. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Paul Paul Shear, I think. Uh, It's it's a funny bit. It's really a seen I've seen all the episodes up until the point where you told us about it. But it wasn't finished then. No. Is it finished yet? It's finished now. Okay. Okay, I'll go back and watch the rest. um, But... You know, so I, is a, I I could care less about Twilight. There, I've said it. I have several family members who love and adore this series, and yeah. now it will never finish. They'll they'll move on. They'll get over it. I, I would like to think once so. the next Anne Rice Anita no. Blake book well, comes Anne out Rice or something. Is, Anne Rice is no longer writing about vampires. I'm just saying, you know She's what I mean. She's writing about Jesus. I'm just saying, once the next Harry Potter, you know. A uh, golden compass, stupid fantasy book comes out. They'll move on. You just call a golden compass stupid. Uh, I just Did I'm you likening it. it to, Did you read it? No, no. Well, you should read but it. But I saw the movie. The movie's terrible. In well, there the you go. Really good. There you go. And so Twilight's going to be awesome then. Okay, yeah. Great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying that. I, great. I, I, Okay. So it's not finished. Guess you know, what? We have to do in the meantime. We have to watch DVDs of all the ser- TV series that are coming back. That sounds like a that we thing to do. It's a healing thing. I did, as I finished up Dexter, I uh, we got Big Bang Theory came out yesterday on DVD. Finally, people can buy. it. Doesn't get any better. Doggone! You know, somebody actually asked me like, "What do you want?" And the gut reaction is, "I go, what are my favorite shows right now?" And I realized that the first thing that came out of my mouth was Big Bang Theory. Yep. It snuck up on me. I had no idea that that's what I was going to say as a gut reaction. Well, maybe it was just alphabetical. No, in I'm, your memory. I'm not that, I'm oh, not that okay. right now. You know, I was worried. I was thinking about this, though, this week when I was anticipating it coming out again. And I was seeing all the DVD stuff, and I'm thinking, it ended with them getting together. They... So I don't now, think that would kill the show. I, you I'm know hoping why? it won't because it's you know killed why? so many they shows. They didn't get together, did they? Well, yeah, they had a, they had a date. They had and a it date. Was really, and it was implied that it was working very well. And Wait, I think, they thought they just kissed and that was it. I thought she was drunk or yeah, something. No, no, that was early on in the oh, season. Oh, that was a different one? Yeah. No, the last episode they had a date. And and they said it, it, that they like it that there's clearly a spark between them. Oh, but them. of course it's they're not going to hook when they come no, back. You know what? I don't think it's going to matter. And I'll okay. tell you why I don't think it's going to matter because the show isn't about, about the will two. she will they or won't they. It was right. about those four yeah. and how they just don't fit into society. Okay, I'll buy that. And I think you can spin that as long I, as the writers don't decide that it's not about those four. And anymore. I think it's I think it's far more it's probably far more interesting. Uh, if I may say dramatically for a comedy, dramatically, that one of them is 
if you'll forgive the phrase, breaking tasting into, yeah. real uh, normalcy. Yeah. And then, then you've got conflict out of that. It's or not, experiencing yeah, normalcy. Like, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Roger. Uh, I will call you Lon Lope. Uh, and uh, so Big Bang Theory came out yesterday. Of course, we talked about Dexter. Heroes Season 2, I think, just came out or is coming out next week. And I'm just a little annoyed by this, but NBC sent out this press release. They just released the 100th Heroes graphic novel. What? It is an overused term. They're eight-page episodes on... Or now each on, one of those is a graphic those novel? graphic novels. Yay. Like, no, no, no. That's clearly written by a PR guy that has no idea what a graphic novel actually is. Yeah. But, yes, they've reached their 100th online episode, which apparently ties episode, into season right. three. Uh, well, no, 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 no. Online, webcomic. The webcomic. Oh. Yeah, the eight-page... They're <laughs> calling them graphic novels on yeah, the web. Yeah, thank eight you for catching up to what I'm saying. Page. Yes. Yes. So, uh, I, you know, who knows what they have with yeah. the webisodes. So... Season two, villains. Uh, no, no. Season three is going to be villains, right? Season two is called was called subtitled heroes or something like that. Uh, heroes, heroes. Yeah, I think so. I don't remember. It's, mm. Season three is definitely villains. Seven, season three is villains. Uh, yeah. Basically, I don't think the first two had names, did they? Yeah, they I thought did. they were just season one, season no, two. Season one was uh, Genesis. Book one was Genesis. Book two was something like. Oh, the books. Yeah, I'm sorry. So yeah, yeah. So book three is. Uh, is uh, villains. Uh, oh. well, that's that's what's coming on in two th- two and a half weeks. Uh, well, they'll show the first two episodes back to back on a Monday night. Uh, wow. So they're debuting because they really want to make sure everybody gets Climbs back on, on board. board. Yeah. So um, hopefully it'll be a good story. So hopefully, hopefully, so that DVD is out there. I uh, thought it dragged a bit in the second season. A lot of people did. That's why they're showing two back to back and really yeah. trying to get going with the villains. As long as it doesn't drag for two hours. Well, and the writer strike kind of nipped it in the bud. Yeah. Yeah. A lot because now I got pushing daisies, which we, which Rick and I loved. I don't remember if, if Lon had watched I, it. I, well, I saw the you fir- know, I, I saw the pilot. You, know, you say with heroes for a second. You know what's going to be very strange next next year is that we're going to be watching uh, Zachary Quinto Quintos? Quinto yeah, Quinto yeah as the villain in Heroes. Siler. And then we get the Star Trek movie in the summer. In May. And he's Spock. Spock. Yeah. And it's going to be like. That'll be fine. Yeah. I can separate it out. And he's a good actor. Yeah. Yeah. Actors play heroes and villains all the time. Uh, Sure. Anyway, the writer's strike did hurt that Pushing Daisies. Season one came out uh, on DVD. Two discs. Uh, I think they only made it to seven episodes. So it feels like a British season. Yeah. And, but, uh, they at least ended it on a good note. So if you haven't caught that, Pushing Daisy is great. I'm going to have the rare thing. My wife is actually going to write the review because wow. it came in and she called me up and she said, you got you got Smallville Season 7 and Legion of Superheroes and you got me, Pushing Daisies. Nice going. <laughs> <laughs> I said, then you're writing the article. Uh, <laughs> so Very nice. She watched it and uh, it's funny because then uh, she watched the at least one episode with my son who said, when I die, that man's going to come and touch me. Wow. And wake me up. Just, Uh-oh. Yeah, no. be sure you tell him not to jump off the roof and try it. Okay? I know. No, I know. He doesn't want to die. Don't. He told me that. He does not want to die. That's good. Well, uh, tell him you need to sit him down and say, uh, son, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. Uh, I believe that conversation happened. Good. Uh, so, yes, I got that and Smallville Season 7. Uh, so I have now watched five episodes of Season 7, which yeah. I hadn't seen before. And so, how do you think? How's it going so far? Um, I, I don't think... The Supergirl stuff is working okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm finding that that's that's kind of interesting. The, Just okay, though. Well, you know, they're dragging 
everything out, and they don't want to make anybody a, a regular except for Clark and and Lana. Please, would you just could she just die? Um, well, she's not going to die. Oh, I mean. uh, whatever. Uh, you know, I'm just. I, I just haven't liked Lana since the beginning of the series, really. Well, she becomes super Lana. This, I mean, she's like, okay. So I have that to look forward yeah. to. Um, but I, I, you know, I do think that Phil Morris makes a great Martian Manhunter. I, I kind of, except I wish they'd show him green, uh, which I, so far they haven't. Are you Instead gonna, of well, well, uh, they show him in the human guys with red eyes. Yeah, and that's it. It's like, well, make him the Martian Manhunter. Right, or show a show shadow. Just something, something. You know, it, something because you got Black Canary in full on. Yeah. No. Did Black, you watch the Black Canary? No, movie? I haven't seen that yet. Okay. The but I watched the Dean Cain uh, appearance as the uh, character that is clearly Vandal Savage, but they couldn't say Vandal Savage. Why not? I don't know why not, but they didn't. It's it's but it's really clearly him, and it's still plagued by all the things that I that you know like Goodson went and it, and it makes me want to go back to Birds of Prey. Is like there shows that we as comics fans go, you know, this isn't. It's not right. It's not true to what what this should be. Right. But if you really didn't know anything and you're watching it, it's like okay, it's like every other CW show. It's a teen Hearthstone thing, and that was the problem with Birds of Prey. Yeah. They built it to. They built that show to. In every episode, the there's Batman. there's like a a kryptonite crisis, a power crisis, and a romantic crisis. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and a me not watching crisis. Uh, yeah, but you know, it, but it, it's fun, it, and, and it's something. It's a fun series. It just you can't take the continuity too seriously. They can't. Although I made a re, I, I had a realization after this one is now the original show creators uh, Alfred Goff and Miles Miller are leaving. They left after season seven, and they actually DVD has a farewell letter from them to their fans. Which I thought oh, that's kind of classy to, for uh, Warner Brothers to let them do that. But it also means that all their rules that were driving me crazy about like no tights, no flights, and how how many times does somebody another Kryptonian have the ability to fly before Clark is finally going to just give in and do it? Yeah, you know now he can because the producers that had those original rules are, are gone. gone. Yeah, so you can do what you want. So well, they snuck a lot of stuff in that just kind of looked that way though. When oh yeah, yeah. well there's now oh, we saw the episode where he gets a cape. Yeah. And, you know. Well, anytime I ever flipped channels and saw that, I always got mad because he had a blue shirt and a red jacket. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, But Bizarro has on. a red shirt and a dark blue jacket. Oh, jeez. Um, but they do write by Green Arrow. They totally do write by Green Arrow on that show. All right. You need to settle down. You're getting a little <laughs> too excited here. <laughs> you know what I'm doing? What I'm doing is that when you've just about fallen asleep when you listen to this podcast over the weekend, that part's where you jolt awake. When you go, say, Green Arrow! Oh, <laughs> right. Please mix that down, please. Because okay. Lon needs his beauty rest. I need he really sleep. needs his beauty rest. Mm-hmm. Um, I need Derek's don't and then, and then, you know, I'm a little bothered. The Legion of Superheroes, we got that, you know, we, we liked the anime series. They're not doing like season sets. They're doing these just little five episode oh, really? compilations. This is like volume three is coming out next week. Talking about the cartoon? The cartoon. Uh, That's just a like, merchandising thing they'll eventually put I know, it all on but one, it's so. a bummer because, you know, it, it's. I, I really it hasn't to, been that long that I need them anyway. No, but I need them to catch up with my son because he's really caught into the into the Elite Superheroes. Okay. If you so, just hang on, they'll probably start repeating them on Cartoon Network too. pretty I soon. I would hope that too, but we'll, you know. And then you can just TiVo them all. We'll see about that. One last tidbit I have is the last week the Torchwood Season 3 went into, into filming and it's probably no secret, but it was strongly implied at the end of Doctor Who that uh, – at the end of the Doctor Who, last season of Doctor Who, that Martha Jones, Freema 
Agerman, yeah. I think is how you pronounce her name, uh, was going to return to the Torchwood crew and be a regular with Torchwood. Because Lord knows not. they need somebody on that crew now. Yeah, uh, she is not. And it's only five episodes. The, the season? The season is only five episodes. Wow. But on BBC One. So I guess in terms of British television, They've gone it's, up now on, it's now on the, the, the flagship. But, you know. Wow. It's a shortened season. Have you caught any Primeval? I have not caught any Primeval. Primeval is actually developing kind of nicely. They, it's gone beyond just uh, dinosaurs through well, portals. Well, and the thing. great thing, if I can say, about BBC America waiting so long is yeah. that uh, if you are hooked on the show and you want to get it, it'll be out on DVD in time for Christmas. It's true. So yeah. that's great. Uh, that's all I have this week. And so if you have any questions, comments, criticisms, please write in. To oh, compliments, by the way, we never say compliments. If you have any compliments, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. I'm Derek McCaw, editor in chief of fanboyplanet.com. I'm Maury Povich from Inside Edition. I'm Rick Brett Snyder, and I, I didn't know I was sitting next to Maury Povich. I'm Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you, you said to that. use your powers only for good. You are not the father. Thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. It just looks so bad. Was it as good as kicking it old school? Not as funny, but, uh, you know, I felt like Did I was... Don Cheadle dress up like a taquito at any point and wear a helmet? That was a kick at it old school. Oh. Okay. Was he a taquito? I don't, I don't know what he was. Burrito, oh. maybe, with two avocado pits. Burrito. I don't know. Should we start this thing? Should. Let's go ahead. Do we have enough to talk about? Or yeah, I think we, we do. always do. Good Lord. Okay. Last, last week was a tidy 51 minutes. That's tidy. No pressure. Okay. And three. Two. I thought we were doing silent since you didn't. Okay. Listen up, fanboys. This is a blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, no pressure, just like his prostate. Sorry, I just lost it for a second. Okay, let's do it one more time. Here we go. Let's do it one more time. Listen up, fanboys. It's a Fanboy Planet podcast. Yeah. And here's your host, Avocado Pits, Derek McCaw. Thank you, Lon. It sure is quiet in here. We are podcasting. I think that should go totally unexplained. But that's just my opinion. It was going to. It's better than guacamole pits. Let's keep going. You want to keep going or you want to just, you know, have them do it again? And I don't know. Maybe get a rhythm going. I, I do. You happy with that one? What do you like that one? Yeah. Avocado why? Why were we stopping on? Avocado I don't know. Bits. He was. <laughs> he was just That's so weird. What? He, I I was fine with it, and then Rick stopped it. I, I didn't I stop don't know. it. You said I think you should go unexplained, and then once you have to, you know, then we could have just kept going. Uh-huh. So keep going. Thank you, Lon. This is Derek McCaw, editor.